There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, David Crockett. I'm Lee. Coming to you from the Daytime Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon. This is Don't Tread America. Your host, Don, not feeling so well, Cuba. Here we go. How's everybody doing out there today? It is Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. And like I said, not feeling 100%. I debated on whether or not to even do a show today because I really don't feel that well. But you know what? The show must go on. So, with that being said, guys, I'm going to do as best as I can to bring the thunder like I always do. I do, uh, haven't had a drink in a couple days. Chris seems to think that's what my problem is. And, uh, maybe he's right. So I went ahead and made me a, a honey old-fashioned. Mmm. I figured the honey would help a little bit. And, you know, the whiskey's good too, so there's that. If you guys want to know how to make the honey old-fashioned, you can check me out on TikTok. At Don't Turn On America. That along with a, a slew of other drink videos. And we are also on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and True Social at Don't Tread America, and on the Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore 1775. If you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at Don't Tread on America.com. Now, also, guys, I, I encourage you to please make sure whatever podcast app you're listening to this on that you're following the show, you share the show. It doesn't cost you a penny. It doesn't cost you one dime. What else does not cost you dime if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify? If you could please leave a review, that helps with the show. Um, like I've said before, we've already had, we're having issues, I believe, as far as this show being shadow banned, which makes sense just based on the logo itself. So the more you guys review this show, um, you know, preferably with a five star rating. It, it falls into an algorithm of people that listen to other shows that are like this. And um, also by sharing that, it, it helps also. So please, if you would, doesn't cost you anything to do those things. You're just helping just helping a dude just like y'all. I'm just, just like you guys. There's nothing special about me. I'm just a dude. That's right. Say it with me. With a full-time job and a part-time podcast, just trying to just trying to spread the word, guys. And it takes y'all to help me out, and we can do this together. We can make this a movement. We can spread it. If you want to help the show out monetarily, though, and help me with some advertising, then uh, go to the DTOM store. The link's at the bottom of the podcast app in which you're listening to this on. And there are shorts and T-shirts and sweatshirts and license plate frames, whiskey glasses, all sorts of stuff. So check that out. Um, also, I'm working on a Rumble channel. I have it up. Um, you could find it on Rumble. Don't Tread on America, I believe, is how it comes up. I'm still fiddle-faddling with it. I've done a couple of videos. I am not recording this today because 
and you don't need to see the snot boogers coming out my nose and me blowing my nose and <laughs> all that fun stuff. So, anyway, guys, got a couple of things to talk about today, and then I'm going to get the hell out of here so I can just relax and take some more medicine and go to bed. But, anywho, <clears throat> so today is January 23rd, which is also the New Hampshire primary, okay? Now, I'm not going to spend all day on this because I have something more important to talk about, but I just wanted to touch on this since it is today. And if you guys are paying attention to this, now this is mostly for people that live in this country. Um, Obviously, we had the uh, Iowa caucuses. Today is the New Hampshire primaries, which is um, the first in the country. But um, there is noticeably one name missing from the ballot. And no, I'm not talking about Vivek or Ron DeSantis or, uh, you know, anyone else of the Republicans that that were in the race and dropped out. I'm talking about the president himself, Joseph R. Biden. Yeah, that's right. He is not on the ballot in New Hampshire. The the current president running for reelection is not on the ballot now, how in the hell does that happen? Go figure, right? Now, essentially what happened was he's dumb, okay? That, that's it. That's the reason. No. So Joe Biden is skipping the New Hampshire primary, sort of. Biden's name will not appear on the Democratic ballot because of a dispute over the date of the contest. However, many New Hampshire Democrats are planning to vote for the president anyway, a ragtag group of state party leaders have worked for months to organize a write-in campaign to ensure that Biden wins the first in-nation primary. A loss by Biden, even even after he decided not to compete, would create an embarrassing narrative and lead to a broad unease over his 2024 re-election chances. So, here's why and when and why it started last year. Under Biden's guidance, which tells you all you need, that alone, under Biden's guidance, is the reason this is happening. Period. You don't need to know anything else other than it's his fault. The Democratic National Committee reshuffled the primary calendar and put South Carolina at the front of the order. It said the goal was to elevate diverse voices early in a presidential nominating contest. Instead of keeping things like they've been for hundreds of years... We wanted to be woke about it in DEI, the election, and this is what happens. However, New Hampshire is required by law to hold the first primary in the country, and its Republican-run legislatures declined to accommodate the DNC's rule change. It doesn't matter that the Republican-led whatever and the DNC whatever, by law, New Hampshire is required to hold the first primary in the country. Does anybody know why? Anybody? Bueller? That's right. It's because New Hampshire was the first state. I don't know if that's the exact reason, but I'm sure that has something to do with it. At anywho, Secretary of State David Scanlon waited to set the date of the primary until candidate filing deadline ended last fall to leave the door open for Biden. Uh, the president declined to participate in the state's election, citing concerns that the national party would take away delegates from any candidate who participated in the unsanctioned contest. By law, it has to be the first primary. What is unsanctioned about it, dipshit? Scanlon later said the date for the race for January 23rd, a week and a half ahead of South Carolina's Democratic primary. So, when did the write-in campaign begin? Who really gives a whole fucking shit? Here's the funny thing. <laughs> Let me see. Did I, did I save it? Did I save it? I didn't save it. Did I save it? Um, here, here's the interesting thing about it. I don't know if I if I saved it or if I just read it. So let me just glance through this article I have here real quick. Yada yada yada. So uh, essentially, the funny thing is this. To <laughs> to write in a candidate's name, okay, in the state of New Hampshire, you have to write in, okay, the candidate's name. 
Okay, you can't write Biden. You can't write Joe. You can't write Joe Biden. Why? Because Joe Biden is not his name. What is his name, Don? His name is Joseph R. Biden. Now, it is also said in their rules and regulations on write-in candidates that the the people that count the votes. So take that for what it for, for what it's worth. Um, have to decipher what you meant by that. That's right. We we require people that are working for free to, to count votes to understand what you meant by what you wrote. Now, I guess, obviously, you could say, I wrote Joe Biden because Joe Biden's the president. Now, actually, Joe Biden, when he's sworn to be president, swore in as... Joseph R. Biden, Joseph Robinette Biden. Donald Trump is Donald J. Trump on the ballot. So when I, and I'm sure it's not going to matter. I'm sure you're going to have however many people they're probably going to write in his name and probably he'll win whatever <clears throat> the Democratic situation. But anyway, um, if, <laughs> if you wanted to be a dick about it, you could be like, well, who the fuck's Joe Biden? You know? You know, whether there's a Joe Biden lives in New Hampshire. I'm just saying. Um, I think the fact of the matter is that here's a guy who just said, fuck y'all, New Hampshire. Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to come to your state. I'm not going to campaign in your state because I'm trying to worry about South Carolina getting to vote first for. That's just, this, if that just doesn't tell you the, what the whole Democratic Party is about and about kowtowing and bowing down to bullshit rhetoric that they literally make up on their own. Do you honestly think the people in South Carolina, whether it be Republican or Democrat, give two shits if they're first, second, third, fourth, or fifth? Does it really matter what order you vote in? It's not racist. It's not racist because New Hampshire gets to vote first and South Carolina second or third or fifth or tenth. I mean, Jesus Christ, can we worry about bigger things? I mean, is there anything else that we could possibly worry about other than what state gets to vote in the primaries first? Does it really fucking matter? I think if nothing else, it should show the people of this country, especially in New Hampshire, what this guy even thinks of you. He just assumes, because New Hampshire is predominantly... you. And the interesting thing I was going to say is predominantly a Democratic state, but oddly enough, um, I think it's a Republican governor, Republican state, um, state, you know, uh, house and stuff like that. So it's interesting. But, I mean, that's what he thinks of you. I mean, if nothing more, that's that's what he thinks of you. So if you dumbasses want to waste your time and writing his name in there, so be it. Knock yourself out. If you want to vote for the other guy that's actually on the ballot, what's his name? Dean Phillips, I think. Um, you know, maybe, maybe vote for him. If you if you're a Democrat and you you say fuck you f- say fuck uh, uh, Trump and fuck Haley and whoever else. I'm a Democrat and I bleed blue. Cool, whatever. Do you waste your time? Write in a candidate who gives two shits about you, or maybe at least vote for Dean Phillips or JFKJ that are actually on the ballot because Biden gives two fucks about you. Period. That's the way you need to look at it. All right, enough about that. On to more important things. And this will be the premise of the show. And the way I'm titling this show is it's time to get prepared. The time to get prepared is now. Don, you've been saying that. Other shows have been saying that. Okay, here's the difference between me and every other podcast that more than likely that you listen to. I'm, in the words of the immortal Hulk Hogan, brother, listen here. I am a real American. No, for real. I'm a real person. I'm not saying that these other shows that... Obviously, garner a lot more listeners than I do aren't real. I'm not saying that they're fake. But 
when those guys and gals talk about getting prepared and you need to be prepared and get prepared with uh, Patriot Supply and use promo code McGillicuddy and use promo code Small Dick and you you know go to this this pre- pre- preparation McGillicuddy and go here and go there, they're saying that because they're a sponsor now mind you if my patriot supply or whoever else was going to say hey don we want don't tread on america i would be like saying the same thing hey guys go to mypatriotsupply.com i'd also be telling you look (laughs) i'm a real american i am just like you guys listening to this so i know the shit's a thousand dollars two thousand dollars whatever per person and much like this whole country is going through it with inflation on just basic everyday needs, whether it's your groceries or your toiletries or your whatever. Most of us don't have an extra couple of grand we can throw at food that we might not ever need. Yeah, I could sit here and say the worst day in your life is when you throw it away, right? Or your best day or whatever it is. And and I get it. Now, mind you, if you're someone listening to the show and you have the money, cool go to one of those meal prep sites there's plenty of them out there buy you a kit knock yourself out but for the rest of us who are real americans here's here's what you need to do i would assume that the majority of the people listening to the show own a gun at least if not multiple i would assume that in owning a gun or multiple you have some sort of ammo stockpile maybe not thousands and thousands of rounds and that's fine but you need to i'm not going to sit here and tell you go to these uh food prepper preparation uh whatever um websites and spend thousands of dollars i'm not going to tell you to go to these gold and silver websites and buy gold and silver i'm not going to tell you to do that because in the grand scheme of things If things go south like I'm thinking they very well could be, I'm not saying that they will, but there's a good chance that that does happen. Your food preparation bullshit isn't going to mean shit unless you can protect yourself. Your gold and silver stockpile isn't going to mean shit. Number one, this. If you have the money, let me put it this way. Okay? If you have the money to do all those things, knock yourself out i would probably do it if i had the money but guess what i don't i'm just like you guys i'm just a regular dude and it's hard to just justify spending a couple grand on mres essentially right it's hard to to uh i don't have a couple of grand laying around to say i'm gonna go buy some gold or some silver or some whatever tangible you know i'm not gonna do all that but if you have the capabilities of doing so. Do it. Okay? I'll say this about that. If you have the money to buy a, an abundance of gold and or silver, buy physical gold or silver. Because the online bullshit doesn't mean shit if everything goes south. Okay? If I go online, if I go and buy $10,000 of crypto... Well, if the internet, if, if if the grid goes down for a long, long time, your crypto ain't worth shit, okay? If I go on to, you know, goldbuyers.com, I don't know if that's a website, I'm just, whatever, and buy $5,000 in silver, and I don't physically get the silver, but it's in, it's online in the bank, we have your, we have your stuff here, don't worry about it, we'll just hold on to it for you. Guess what happens when shit goes south? Uh, We don't have record of that, sir. So, just take my advice. Take it for what it's worth. If you have the money and if you so are inclined to go buy gold and silver, cool. Knock yourself out. Get it physical. Get it to your, delivered to your house, and so on and so forth. I would advise that the rest of you guys, the normal people of this country, the everyday workers, the people that go out and live paycheck to paycheck, like 75% of this country... And if you have the extra money, maybe stock up on some canned foods, some water, stuff like that, toilet paper, cleaning supplies, those types of things, things to keep yourself clean, your house clean. 
like I said, stock up on some canned foods that's going to last a year or so. Um, but more importantly, none of that means anything if you can't protect yourself. So if you're going to invest in precious metals, maybe invest in brass, if you know what I'm saying. And whatever type of uh, armament you have laying around the house, whatever whatever caliber that is, that's the ammo you need to buy. And I've been saying this for at least a year now, that if you have a shotgun, that's fine. If you have an AR and or an AK, that's better. But whatever you have, make sure you have enough ammo. Because when it comes down to it, you need to be able to protect your house, your family. If for as long as you possibly can. Now, Don, why are you talking about this again? We're not going to go to war. Aren't we? So yesterday, the Supreme Court has ruled to allow the federal government and Border Patrol to come into Texas and remove the razor wire, allowing migrants to continue pouring into this country. Although I will say this about Governor Abbott, he has refused to follow the orders. Now, I personally, I say good for him. Now we need the rest of America's governors to, to support him by whatever means are nece- necessary now. Essentially, here's the article. U.S. Supreme Court says Texas cannot block federal agents from the border. U.S. Supreme Court on Monday ordered Texas to to allow federal border agents access to the uh, state's border with Mexico, where Texas officials had uh, deployed, I should say, miles of concertina wire. Uh, The order did not explain Justice's decision for now. It effectively upholds the longstanding court ruling that the Constitution gives the federal government sole responsible for border security. Here's where my argument would be. They're not doing that, though. (laughs) It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to do it. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. Every state has a right to a militia or a national guard, such as Texas. Article 1, Section 9, Section 9, Clause 2. An invasion gives Congress the authority to spend the writ of habeas corpus, which they have not yet done. So where are you at, Congress? Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3. States may defend themselves from a foreign invasion. That's where we're at right now. States may defend themselves from a foreign invasion. Now, the thing here is people don't see it as an invasion because the, the people crossing the border don't have guns or tanks or whatever but it is a sort of an invasion now the majority of these people are and we've talked about this and i've given you my ideas as to why i think this is but they're military age men most of these people aren't even from central and south america they're from overseas so <laughs> riddle me this how in the fuck or why in the fuck are people from Africa or the Middle East coming through wherever they're coming if they're coming through South America Central America however they're getting on land and then heading north well because they know and we're just letting them in Um, the federal government is obligated this is article 4 section 4 the federal government is obligated by the US Constitution to protect states from invasion. So where in the judge's ruling does it say anything or why doesn't it say anything about the states or about the the federal government rather not upholding their end of the deal. The only thing Texas is doing by putting this constantino wire and razor wire and putting troops on their border is to stop the invasion it doesn't matter what you think an invasion is an invasion is what it looks like if these individuals coming across the border constitute a threat the threat is in the eye of the beholder so I have this video. Now, this was this was um, filmed, I guess, by just a independent journalist who was on the border. Now, the gentleman in the video, I'm going to try and turn this up as loud as I can, is of Middle East um, lineage. I'm trying to think of the word, but I don't really feel well, so I'm just trying to get through this, guys. 
Um, so listen to what he says. I'm going to turn it up as loud as I can, and then I'll tell you what he says if, if we can't hear too well. So these are the people that these are the people that these are the people that are breaking into your country, folks. That's amazing. These are the people right here. That kind of attitude. Let me educate you. Now listen. It's a tripod to hold the camera. So you see, there you go. Violence. So there you go. These are the people that are coming in. Very easy to find my face, by the way. So he says, if you were smart enough to know who I am, you're obviously not smart enough to know who I am, but you will know who I am. That's what he just said. So who is that guy? Well, that guy, don't, don't go any further. Hold on. <laughs> that guy, shit, I need to rewind it. Yes, guys, I'm not a professional here by any stretch. He is the Islamic Party of Azerbaijan head. Okay. Mosvum Semadov. I'm probably saying that wrong, but whatever. Just, he was jailed. Now, this is in 2011. Okay. He was jailed for 12 years. Put in jail for 12 years, which, oh, look at that. Uh, October 7, 2011, Islamic Party of Azerbaijan head jailed for 12 years. So let me say, let me do some math here. So 2011, 12 years. So 2011 plus 12 is 2023, October 7th of 2011. So he probably got out October-ish of 23, right? So November, December, January of 24, and he's entering our country. Nothing to see at all with this whole situation. So, uh, Movsum Samadov, whatever, was in prison for criticizing religious freedom conditions and for his political activity. On January 7, 2011, authorities arrested him, head of the, I'm not going to keep saying his name because I'm sure I'm saying it wrong, head of the Islamic Party of Azerbaijan. Following a traffic stop, he was initially charged with failing to comply to a lawful order by police however the arrest can't read all of that um natures of the charges um arms trafficking illicit use of weapons criminal prim, uh premeditation and conspiracy terrorism treasons and sedition unlawful disobedience let's see what else we got here let's see what else we got here keep playing let me pause here um, the guy, <laughs> Movsum Samadov, was in prison for criticizing religious freedom conditions on January 7th, 11. Authorities arrested him, head of the place, traffic stop. He was charged with failing to comply to lawful order by police. However, the arrest followed a high-profile speech that the guy made days before January 2nd of 2011, in which he denounced President another funky-ass name, over the ban of wearing religious headscarves in schools and other issues facing the country. The same day Samadov was arrested, the Narromanov District Court sentenced him to 13 days in administrative detention during his process. Samadov was reportedly unable to hire a lawyer of his own choosing. On... So, uh, in prison, pardon chair, chairman Musum Samadov placed in solitary confinement. That was in 2016. I don't know why, but he was nonetheless. So, <laughs> um, but point being is this. This is one guy. Okay. Now, yeah, Don, it's just one guy. What's the big deal? You heard what I just said. This is one guy. And who is he? What is he? And then he makes that, oh, you, if you're smart, you would know who I am. And you will know who I am. What does that mean? What do you mean by that? What do you, to me, that kind of sounds like a threat. But no, Border Patrol says that uh, there was a video I watched of Border Patrol saying that these individuals get led into the country, given a $3,000 
debit card and a cell phone and then a court date that they have two years to uh, show up for. So wouldn't you like to get a $3,000 debit card and a new cell phone? But the part where I'm telling you guys to get prepared and the reason I'm saying that is because once again, no one is talking about this but I. Not that I'm breaking any news. You can look this up yourself. I'm not making it up. I'm not breaking news. I didn't get the inside scoop. It's out there for everyone to read. The problem is no one's talking about it. Now, I don't know if it's a situation where no one's talking about it because they don't want to rile up the masses. I don't know. But the interesting thing is is the news, the news media, whatever you watch, whatever podcast, I mean, even podcasts, whatever you listen to, with the exception of this show, and I'm not saying I'm the only person talking about this, but of the shows I listen to, I'm the only person talking about it. So take that for what it's worth. But the fact that no one, everyone wants to talk about what's going on on the border, and they want to talk about uh, Governor Abbott and defying this and, and the Supreme Court doing that in the border agents this and the texas military doing that okay cool but no one's addressing the whole point that in two months from now in march of this year during the primaries much like the primaries that's happening today in new hampshire when it's texas's turn in march i don't know the exact date but a little less than two months from now When that day comes, one of the things that will be on the ballot is the vote for Texas succession. Now, what does it all mean, Basil? So Texas gets one step closer to leaving the U.S. Now, this is from an article that I read before, but I'm going to read it again. The Texas Republican Party Executive Committee is set to vote... Okay, Uh, over the weekend on, this is an old article, which uh, ballot proposed uh, propositioners voters will decide during the Republican primary elections in March of 24. One measure would ask Republican voters, should the state of Texas reassert its status as an independent nation? Ahead of the Vote Texas National Movement, the organization that supports Texas independence from the U.S. warned the GOP they have enough signatures to force a vote on the question whether they support the succession. Texas nationals for years have pushed for a referendum on Texas succession, despite the fact there is no provision for a state to succeed in the U.S. Constitution. The state succeeded from Mexico in 1836, spent nine years as its own nation before becoming the U.S. state. It also succeeded from the Union in 1861 before readmitting after the Civil War in 1870. In June of this year, our organization launched a petition campaign under the Texas Election Code 172.00.088. Section of Election Code allows voters by petition to place a question on the party's primary ballot, in short, by collecting 97,709 signatures and submitting them by the filing deadline of December 11, 2023. I'm like, what Biden did in New Hampshire? Anyway, uh, we could actually bypass the SREC's ballot proposal position by complying to the party place. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so, once again, voters will be deciding on this happening not to say that if the vote in march if everyone says yeah we need to succeed not saying okay it's a done deal that's not what that means but it means that there are the constituents of the state of texas say yeah we need to visit that whole success whole succession situation now texas succeeding from the u.s what does it mean what does it mean for you and me and the people that don't live in Texas, because I've talked about this before, and to me, this is very, 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 very similar and damn near identical to what happened 
leading into the Civil War. I understand this isn't about slavery. This isn't about the the South wanting to have slaves in their plantations and on their fields picking their cotton and their their uh, tobacco and all. I'm not, I understand that. It's not about, but also for those of you that don't know, and if you're new to the show, the Civil War wasn't necessarily about slavery. It was about states' rights and the federal government imposing its will over the states and their rights. Okay, We saw a little bit of this during COVID. Now, this is obviously a much bigger deal because Texas feels that its borders are unsecure and the federal government isn't doing its part in securing the borders of this country, let alone Texas. So Texas is taking in its own hands to do that. Now you have the federal government, i.e. the Supreme Court, saying that you're not allowed to do that. It's the government's job to do that, but they're not doing it. So when is the Supreme Court going to step up and tell the government that they need to do that? So let's 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 do this. There's 24 states right now, with the exception, if you take Texas out of the mix, there's 24 other states that are supporting Texas's right to defend its border, and they're in they're helping Texas by sending troops sending uh, like National Guardsmen, state troopers, those types of situations to help with this. Now, so that essentially gives you 25 states, if you include Texas, right? 24 plus 1, right? To do this. And that's half the country, okay? Now, at the time of the Civil War, there was 32 states, I think, at the time. And it was half the half the country. <laughs> okay. Um, in this situation, it's not north versus south. Okay. I explained this before. Essentially, the way it worked out was you had South Carolina, then Alabama, da 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 da, Texas wanted to succeed from the Union. The Union. We we are always taught and we are led to believe that when we hear when we talk about the Civil War, it's north. It was north versus south was brother versus brother. Okay. Now that part was true, brother versus brother. But it wasn't technically the north versus the south. It was the south, the confederacy versus the union, the union i.e. the federal government. Now, the term north versus south um, comes from the fact that most of your northern states supported the federal government's use of force and not allowing states to succeed from the Union because those states in the north didn't need slave labor to run their factories because north didn't do farming for the most part. It was they ran their their commerce and their money was made off of off of um, factories, whereas in the south it was made off of farming. Now. I'm not going to sit here and get into an argument and tell you that the the South needed slaves and they did the right thing. I'm not saying that. It's not about that. It was about the rights of the states. And that's why I'm making the reference to what's going on now. Was slavery a good thing? I'm not saying any slavery. Now, by the way, blacks weren't the only slaves in this country. I'm not going to go down that whole road. There was plenty of Chinese and white slaves that were Irish that did all the stuff too. Of course, we don't worry about that because we're so worried about making black people into the victims in this country so we can have some sort of race war. But do your history. Do your own reading. Anyway, Texas hoping that the Lone Star State eventually breaks away from the rest of the nation to form a new country are likely to be disappointed when considering that the Supreme Court once said about their options for succession. Now, they're disappointed because of their options. Let me read you their options. A case following the Civil War made it clear that the state succeeding from the United States is an unlikely and unattainable scenario. In 1868's Texas versus White decision, the court said leaving the Union can only happen through one of two ways. A revolution 
or consent of the states. When therefore Texas became one of the United States, she entered into an indissoluble uh, relation. The union between Texas and other states was complete as perpetual and indissoluble (laughs) as the union between the original states. There's no place for reconsideration, revocation, except through revolution or through consent of states. The ruling read, and my computer just went blank. That was awesome. <laughs> At its convention over the weekend, the Republican Party takes vote on several measures. Blah 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 blah. Um. So, what is what does it all mean, Basil? Well, revolution is pretty fucking obvious, right? But what is what is the consent of states? What is it? What is that? I'm I'm asking because I really don't have it any clue i'm i'm wasting time so i can look it up (laughs) oh god i feel like shit all right consent of states article 4 section 3 of the constitution a new state may be admitted through let me click on this here uh new states may be admitted through congress into this union but no new state shall be formed or erected (laughs) within the jurisdiction of any other state, nor any state be formed in conjunction to two or more states, the parts of states without consent of legislation of the states, da-da-da. Territory and other property. Um, Congress may, shall have power to dispose of... What, what the fuck is it? Relationship between states. So I'm guessing consent of states, because it's not... It's not... Um, just showing me the the uh, relationship. Consent of states, if I'm not mistaken, is if the majority of the country, the majority of the states, so if, well, let's see, right now there's 25 states supporting Texas, and I would assume there's 25 that's not, so we're split. If one other state helps out Texas and consents to their their thought process here, there's your your majority. I don't know if it has to be a certain percent. I don't know because it's not telling me that. Obviously, they probably don't want me to know because, you know, God forbid this news got out. Um, but essentially, let me see if I can. Constitution, consent of the governed, political philosophy. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's Well, of course, I'm using Google. So, you know, there you go. Um, it's just showing me consent of the govern, but I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken, consent of the states is where if most, oh, here you go. Consent of the states had to keep scrolling and clicking and clicking. Let's go. Motherfucker. God damn. It's a book. I don't need a fucking book. I just need a fucking definition. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, because now it's giving me ages of the consent. I I don't want all that. Consent of the state, if I'm not mistaken, is the majority of the states agree with your position, then then it is what it is. Either way, the point is this. If the consent of the states is 26 states of the 50, okay? And if, or, what was the other one? Revolution. Well, what if those two coincide with each other what if the consent of the states say yeah we believe that texas should have the ability to dissolve itself and be its own country and the other 24 states say no we don't want that and the federal government's like no we don't want that well then you get your revolution either way to say that it's not allowed is is uh is idiocracy idiocy it's 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 naive and you know just because you don't want it to happen doesn't mean that's not the case that's what i'm talking about (laughs) is it time to get prepared i think it is and the reason i'm telling you not to go spend thousands of dollars on gold and silver and meal preparation packages and instead maybe buy ammunition make sure you have a nice gun make sure you are able to take care of yourself and take care of your family keep your house clean keep your bodies clean and be able to feed yourself with like canned food and stuff that you're going to eat anyway 
<clears throat> that way you're not necessarily throwing away money per se. Maybe you go down that road because worst case scenario, nothing happens. You have some extra ammo. You can go shoot with your buddies, <laughs> right? Best case scenario is you're prepared to protect yourself. Now, things are happening in the state of Texas that, once again, no one's talking about. Um, January, or February 3rd, 2024, there's a peaceful assembly calling all Americans, veterans, law enforcement, elected officials, truckers, bikers, business owners, and ranchers to join us. The time is now for we the people to peacefully assemble in honor of our constitutional rights and to call on our government to take action to secure our borders. Make your voices heard. Take our borders back. Go to take your take our border back.com if you're interested. Now, that is going to be a rally held in Texas. Like I said, go to takeourborderback.com if you are so inclined um, to, especially if you live in the area, to hear what it is and where it is and go on and so forth. But. It's important that even if you don't live in the state of Texas, no matter what state you live in, even if you live in, you know, Iowa, this is an important thing because these people are being bussed or planed throughout the state, or I'm sorry, throughout the country for whatever reason. Now, the idiots in Congress and the Senate will sit there and make an, uh, an excuse that, oh, well, you know, you need these people to clean your hotel rooms. You need these people to pick your fruit. And you need these people to pick your vegetables. I mean, no, there's nothing racist about that statement, Nadler. <laughs> but <laughs> point being is you, you get a sense that um, people that pick vegetables and pick fruit and clean hotel rooms are Hispanic. Right from whatever country, but they're Hispanic. A lot of these people <laughs> that are coming from wherever aren't Hispanic. They're not the type of people that's going to be cleaning your hotel room. They are military-aged men, and they're being shipped throughout the country. Why? Is there, like I've said before, is there something else going on here it, can this be the beginning of an international army that's not international? <laughs> they're an international base, but they're United States Army. And what would be their sole purpose of being here? And we've talked about that before. So, essentially, what it boils down to is this. Your best bet is to be prepared. If you live in Texas and you're listening to this, Please make sure you vote. I don't know exactly when your primary is, but it is in March coming up. And read the ballot. Maybe get a, a ballot beforehand. You can read it. You know, they have like sample ballots. And understand what you're voting for. Do I want to see Texas be its own country? No. Because, like I read, there's only two ways that's going to happen is consent of state or states, which they're not going to get the consent of the majority or revolution and I think in all honesty one comes with the other so and bet your ass that there's a good chance if you're listening to this now I can see where the downloads come from and there's only a few states that don't have any downloads of the 50 I think there's only like two or three states that don't have downloads and uh there's a good chance that if you're listening to this, you live in one of those 25 states, guys. So, even if you have nothing to do with what's going on in Texas, but you agree with the things that I'm saying, your state could fall in line with the proverbial confederacy. And I'm not saying confederacy as in slave states, because that was a long time ago. This is a different time. Um, confederacy didn't mean slave states. It just happened to be slave states. Confederacy means a confederation of states. Okay? So, keep that in mind. That if you're one of those 24 states other than Texas that's sending help, if you're governor sending help and and to Texas, you very well could be one of those states that belong to the new confederacy. Fighting the union. It's not going to be as 
is uh, north and south, let's say, as it was during the Civil War. Because if you look at the map of those states, it's it's sporadic. Okay? So, anyway. When I say it's time to prepare, prepare and get ready, I'm not just being stupid and boisterous and telling you to go to these these supply companies and buy gold and silver and crypto and all that other bullshit. I'm telling you, make sure you have some guns. If you have them. Now, Don, you're telling me to go buy guns. If I go buy guns and ammo, that's thousands of dollars. If I'm telling you to go buy guns and ammo, it's probably too late for you anyway. You should already have at least the guns and some of the ammo. If you're like, I would assume the majority of people listening to this, you have some guns. I guess my suggestion to you is if you have the guns, buy more ammo. Don't buy more guns because well, guns ain't going to do you no good if you don't have ammo. Buy, and, and I'm not telling you buy ammo to go to war. I'm not saying, oh, you're going to need ammo to go stand on the front line with your fellow Texans. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm telling you that if you, you could go spend thousands and thousands of dollars on food and gold and silver and all this other bullshit... And as soon as someone kicks in your front door to take your food because they're hungry, what are you going to do? That's my whole point about the guns and the ammo. It's not about going and fighting, you know, the union. <laughs> I mean, that may be the case too, but it's more about protection of yourself and your family. So keep that in mind. Also, while you're on, on online and you're buying stuff, why don't you check out a DTOM store, guys? <laughs> I know, I know. But anyway, please, guys, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, if you could please do me a favor, make sure you're following the show. Make sure you share the show. And then uh, if you want to follow us on social media, it's Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, True Social, and the Ticker Talker. And if you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. Guys, whatever podcast app, please, like I said, make sure you're following. Make sure you share it. And uh, just help us out there. If you can't go to the DTOM store and buy something, I get it. Um, there's other ways, like I said. Just make sure you're following us and you're sharing this with your friends, guys. Other than that, I'm sorry I didn't bring the thunder. Like I said, I'm not really feeling 100%. And uh, Daddy needs to finish his whiskey and take some more medicine and call it a night. <laughs> I know it's only 3.15 uh, in the afternoon, but yeah, I'm tired. You guys have a fantastic day. And I will talk to you again on Thursday. Uh, yeah. You guys, peace out. See you later. <laughs>